0: everybody, welcome back after a while to another Bevelations. Long time no see, no hear, no speak, no evil, hear, no evil. So I took a little break for the month of August. Um, But we're back, it's September. I'm refreshed, I'm renewed, I'm rejuvenated, I'm galvanized, I'm focused, and I'm ready to take the crown. No, I did not take the crown, and we will get to that, believe me. But no, I wanted to thank you all for sticking around. I got plenty of positive feedback people interested when the podcast was coming back and i am super appreciative to those that listen and subscribe and look forward to this every week i do look forward to producing it and i am i will say that um my schedule uh towards the end of the summer had gotten to be a bit too hectic for even me who thrives on a busy schedule to keep up with um, for a while there, I was doing, I was judging Mr. Everything at Taboo every Wednesday. Congratulations, Christian Mingle for winning that uh, while also um, judging Drag Wars Thursday nights and congratulations to Miss Zafira Rivers on her win. We're going to have her in an upcoming episode. She was in very briefly in my Drag Wars episode, but she'll be back for a full length podcast here in a few weeks. Um, and then working my normal gigs Friday, Saturday, Sunday so really Mondays and Tuesdays were like the only days that I had to get anything done with my life and trying to fit in interviews and allow people the time that they deserve and they respect and then have the chance to edit that down I do this all by myself Um, it it just got to be a bit much and um, focusing on preparations for Miss Comedy Queen I just decided that I needed to take a little break from the podcast to focus my efforts elsewhere and uh, now that my schedule is less less uh, crazy I am able to come back and I'm excited to be back so I mentioned uh, Miss Comedy Queen so for those who follow me on uh, Instagram and Facebook I'm sure you saw my my uh, woe is me texts and and statuses and have photos so uh for those who don't know i did go down to orlando to compete for my third year in a row for miss comedy queen nationals um i had placed second nationally last year and this year after um two solid nights i came in i tied for fifth uh, with the fabulous Miss Bootsy LaFerris from New York City, who I've known since basically since I started doing drag. And uh, and in, in the event of a tie in this pageant system, the higher score in talent uh, takes that place, and the next person falls below them. And I had a costume malfunction uh, during my final night talent, so unfortunately I uh, did not have the higher of the scores, so I placed sixth. And I will say, I am disappointed. Uh, for those who know me, I put a lot of time, uh, certainly a lot of money, and a, sort of a lot of effort into my journey with Comedy Queen for the last few years. And uh, I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in an upcoming podcast that I will um, want you all to stay tuned for. But I will say that that pageant system was something that i sort of happened into a few years ago um and it's not something that i I never considered i still don't to be completely honest consider myself to be a pageant queen just because i am not that's not where i come from in my in my drag background i don't feel comfortable modeling a gown I'm not what I would consider to be a glamour queen or a beauty queen and a lot of pageantry even in the Miss Comedy Queen system requires that and so I was proud of myself I did uh, win uh, preliminary night evening gown uh, that category so uh, I am uh, proud of that. It's just, it's a lot of time and money and effort to put into something and I've had it hanging over my head the last three three years. Um, this year was my year I felt to, it was either gonna happen or it wasn't gonna happen. It's not gonna happen for me and to right now, my head is that I'm not sure that it ever will happen for me. Um, I see the kind of things that win categories, in this pageant system and they're just not things that I do in my drag. I'm not the type to just come out on stage and do a Saturday Night Live skit or a Mad TV skit from start to finish. Uh, The girls who do that for Comedy Queen pull out the stops with sets and costumes and and dancers and, and I try to do that with my twist Um, And I just I've come up short a few years, so I just need to take some time and reevaluate whether or not that system is a place for me. And I am super grateful for all of the amazing friendships that I've made through my experiences with Miss Comedy Queen. And I'm not saying that I will never be back, but I do need some time to focus on other things And, um, especially now as I'm recording this, it is Wednesday and Hurricane Irma is about to bear down on Florida. So I am sending certainly, uh, the best of thoughts and wishes that I can for the people that I love that are down there. I want them to be safe. I want them to be careful. I want them to take it seriously and hopefully they will get back, get everything back, uh, in normal order as soon as possible, um, so that's that. Um, for those again who follow me on social media, um, we did have a little bit of a um, a loss here in my house yesterday. Uh, Luke, my partner, who has been uh, clomping around in the background of my last few episodes and is again in this current episode. Um, it, our, um, our Lucci, our dog who uh, Luke has had for 16 years, and was, I met him when I first started dating Luke, so uh, he was in my life for seven years. Uh, passed away unexpectedly yesterday, so it is a, a, a hard time that we're going through here, so I do appreciate any positive thoughts and um, kindnesses sent our way, because for us, I don't know that kids will ever be in the cards for Luke and I. We do treat our dogs uh, like our children, and it's hard... You're as prepared as you can be when a dog is 16, and we're grateful for the time that we had with him, but it is it is sad, um, certainly, to, to go through that loss. The house seems a lot emptier right now, um, so we're getting through that, so I do appreciate my friends who have reached out to us and um, sent kind words our way. But anyways i've rambled enough we do have a fabulous full-length episode to get to i sat down with one of in my opinion one of the most talented people here in philly uh the fabulous miss shannon turner who we go into it and when we first met but i've been blown away with her talent and her uh personality ever since we met a few years ago she's fabulous um she is certainly hysterical and i think you're really going to like the interview and without further ado i will sit down with miss shannon turner today we are joined by philly's most fabulous chanteuse shannon turner Shannon Turner is a cabaret singer who has performed in some of the finest dives the East Coast has to offer. Her cabaret show, Glitter and Garbage, is currently in residency at Latage in South Philadelphia. You can catch her alter ego, the sassy spook Esther Saint Clair, singing at the Speakeasy Lounge at Eastern State Penitentiary's Terror Behind the Walls this fall. Hi, Shannon. Hi, Miss Bev. Hi. You're my. You're you're. I'm popping your podcast cherry, oh, and God. you're you're dust the cobwebs off of mine because I've been a little <laughs> bit of dusting the cobwebs off my cherry. That's gross. That does sound gross. It is. It's um, gross. It literally and figuratively. No, I'm just kidding. Um <laughs> Because <laughs> I've been on a little bit of a hiatus, but I'm back, and I figured who no one better to, to start with. You're gonna you and I are gonna watch some Real Housewives yes. of New York City here in a little bit. I don't know when this will come out, but as we're recording this, we are actually DVRing the Real Housewives mm. of New York City reunion episode three, and we will watch afterwards. We are sacrificing suffering, s- suffering so that you all can have this podcast.
1: Suffering for our art and your, <laughs> your entertainment. Which
0: exactly you know and um we're drinking a lovely uh, uh, Pinot Grigio with uh, an ice cube in it. I
1: think that's okay for white wine, though. It
0: is. It is. It's it's the Judy Gaver special. <laughs> this I would like to point out that this is wine out of a bottle and not out of a box. I did buy the best $11.99 jumbo bottle of Pinot Grigio. It Does get better. That was it gets in better. that was in the chilled case uh, on my way home. God Mark. bless. The so hi, case. Shannon. Hi. You're one of my favorite ladies. I'm glad to have you here. Oh, you're
1: one of my favorite ladies. I don't oh say that to. All the drag queens,
0: I promise. Just sure. you. Only you. It's
1: all for you, Damien.
0: <laughs> I'll ask Onyx what you said.
1: <laughs> don't ask Onyx, she lie
0: <laughs> So uh let's take it back to the beginning. A very good place to start. Where are you from?
1: I am from. all this microphone, oh, bitch. God. The microphone, I'm used to a lot of space. Is this is this close enough?
0: I'm gonna eat some. Pickles. Know, like mom, I, I sprung this on my mom one time. Oh she, no. And she'd be like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm like, Mom, you can't whisper into the microphone because I can still hear you. That's
1: the one I need to listen to. God bless Judy. She's a saint. So uh, where are you from? I am from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, born and raised, actually outside of the city. Yeah. but. Oh, my God. Bucks County. A bunch of different places in Bucks County. Oh, okay. Bucks County. Bucks County.
0: And where did you go to school?
1: I went to school at the American Musical and Dramatic Academy in Manhattan, New York. Oh, you went to AMDA? I did go to AMDA. I didn't know that. I did go to AMDA. That's fun. When, when, when was that? Oh, my God. Uh, I graduated in 2006, so it was a long time ago. Okay. Okay. Yes. I'm That's older
0: fun. than I look. And Internet. Now, now I... Uh, there did you just did you have to declare like a, was there like majors or there there was, was concentration? Well, there are two
1: programs. One was the musical theater program, which is what I was in. And then the so, other explore, was for studio. people who don't know
0: what that is, explain what what ANDA is.
1: Okay, it's the American Musical and Dramatic Academy, and it's a conservatory. So there are two programs: musical theater and studio. Studio is acting. Musical theater is musical theater, which for those of you that don't know is acting with singing and dancing. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah.
0: This is faggots who listen to this. They probably know what that means. <laughs> and my mother, shout out to Judy.
1: Those thousands of student loan dollars are, are oh worth it. God, seriously. Just to explain.
0: Uh, okay, so you you did musical theater, obviously. I did. So do they do like actual like productions there or No,
1: it's showcases really. So you're in a small group and you pick certain songs that you concentrate on and then you have demos at the end of every semester. Bev is moving the microphone <laughs> closer to me I because want
0: you to be comfortable, and I want people to hear you. Also
1: like terrified of getting too too close to a mic. Oh, whatever, you're fine. Um, So, yeah, so you study for four semesters, and then at the end of every semester, there are demos where you perform what you had worked on, and then at the end of your time, there is a showcase, and you perform solo numbers and duets and group numbers,
0: and it was...
1: What were your what
0: were your go to songs?
1: Oh my God! Uh, I think I sang "Just One Step" from "Songs for a New World." Yes, I fucking love that song. Uh, My showcase, I was uh, who I was someone in "Cell Block Tango." I I was six in "Cell Block Tango." Oh, okay. And I did six wives, foxtrot. I forget which show that's from. Can that boy foxtrot? I forget. Uh, And I did a bunch of group numbers, but it was good. Like. I prefer that, though, I think now looking back, because you have to learn how to make yourself stand out. Right. You, It's easy to, like, get up there and belt your tits off and be noticed, right. but it's harder... To pull focus Not like pull focus But to have someone Take notice of you When you're doing really well And you're immersed In a group number Or a duet Now do they
0: allow you To do like auditions and
1: Fourth semester kind of Yeah Some people did it All the way through Sometimes people leave school Because they book right, stuff right. But the craziest shit Is that people lie Like there are people That like oh, would lie About auditioning like, I and I, foresee,
0: I oh. see AMDA As just like Five million Leah Michelle Rachel Berry's Oh god It was just, crazy Just like underneath the <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god I also had like A minor problem With alcohol While I was there Just because I, I couldn't <laughs> Wouldn't deal. Well, cheers, Clink. Oh my god, yeah. I'm gonna take a sip right now because I'm having some PTSD problems <laughs> from talking about this. Um, but, oh uh, yeah, it, it was just, it was a, a hot mess. It was in, absolutely insane.
0: So people would lie?
1: Oh my god, there was one kid. I'm not gonna say his name just in case,
0: but his he... name was Justin Case.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. That's a good, that's a that's good drag, good drag that's name. That's a good drag
0: king name, Justin Case. Oh my
1: God, I I made up a new drag king name. You did. There you go, Hot I'm sure Mike. One somewhere. Hot Mike.
0: Hot Mike.
1: Cool. I was very proud of that one. But uh, yeah, this dude like lied that he was uh, known as. He had booked this gig as Mr. New York, and he would do all these openings and like had to miss classes because his agent would always call. It was amazing, and like Come one. On by one people oh yes kimono
0: my husband has just walked into the room wearing a fucking kimono like albert from
1: the bird Cage. <laughs> how should i feel betrayed <laughs> Bewildered? <laughs> he made brownies don't be mean
0: have you ever seen the movie best in show not the hijacker story no. best in show about dog show oh
1: yeah yeah keep them up Where
0: they're like um we're going away for 48 hours <laughs> you've packed six kimonos <laughs> How many How many tea services can you do anyway? Well so he booked he said he was Mr. New York.
1: Oh yeah, and that he would book all these uh, appearances and promotions and at first people are nobody knows one another. It's, we're all in college. So you it's believe, everyone that's so people it. are like oh, that's cool but then like within days and we're talking like the school year has just begun it is September like people are putting two and two together that this boy is out of his goddamn mind. And it was fascinating to watch that shit play out. <laughs> Like I watched him slap another boy in the face. Like it was, it was like. I, I guess that's why I love Real Housewives now. I'm assuming
0: these are all gays.
1: Oh my God, gay by may is like the standard. there. <laughs>
0: gay by may. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It was absolutely batshit bananas, insane. And if I, I'm amazed that I didn't die of alcohol poisoning while I was there. <laughs> amazed. That's a. But listen, I got, I got a lot of years in front of me.
0: Well. I, Never give up on a job. My new liver just took so. Well. Um... So, okay, and then um after graduation did you stay in New York? I did. I did. You try to do the, I the, did. Broadway, the Broadway. Oh, the,
1: the Broadway? Um well, see, here's the thing. Like <laughs> I don't know if you maybe could Pick up on this, but my dance skills are like beginner for dance, 10 for look, Oh my god, he well. oh, it is like I can move. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> my line was like, I move, but I don't turn, <laughs> and that would often get me in the door for callbacks. But then I'd be like, What is this bitch doing? But I booked something very like within, I guess, like four months or so, five months after I graduated. I booked something for the, that summer, and I started doing a lot of cabaret stuff too, which is obviously. Obviously what I do now. Right. Yeah, so but I met amazing people in the first gig that I booked and that piggybacked onto another gig and then I really focused on just doing cabaret stuff and I did that in New York for a number of years before I came to Philly and sort of had to re enter right. that that particular field but um there's a lot of cool shit happening in new york in the cabaret scene so it's definitely alive and well some things about the city are not i go back and i sometimes get sad because there are neighborhoods i'm just like what happened what happened yeah where'd you go but there's still a lot of amazing art being done up there which is just fabulous
0: so mm so um what brought you back to Philly?
1: Oh, God, I had to come back here. Now I'm glad that I did, but uh, I got super sick when I lived in New York, okay. so I had to come back here as I relearned to walk and got better. Oh and uh, It was horrible. Good. It was not a joke. Right. Um, but I'm, at first I was super resentful, but I'm glad that I'm here now because right. it's been amazing. There are so many amazing performers here and uh, a lot of really cool opportunities for to see really great art, too.
0: And you still do theater a little bit, because I think when I met you, you were doing... Oh, yeah. Um,
1: I was in Nonsense
0: in Delaware. You were in, in Nonsense out of yes, Delaware. Yes, yes.
1: Hired without a dance audition. <laughs> the sign of a true professional theater
0: company. <laughs> exactly. They're like, can she sing? Can she fit the costume? Fine,
1: yeah, fine. pretty much. I definitely had to serve, like, Sundays to the elderly in between acts. Oh, back, it was. Back when I used to
0: do theater in Baltimore, shout out to Baltimore Theater Friends. It was like, <laughs> I played so many roles that I was horrendously wrong for just because I had a penis and it was like community theater. Like, I played Ching Ho, the Chinese slave. In, oh, God. In Thoroughly oh Modern Really. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, that's this brutal! This is a true story, and who cares? This shit doesn't have a time limit, so I'm gonna tell it. But um, so oh back when the rights to, to Millie like first came out, you've seen Millie, right? Oh yeah. Okay, so back when um, Millie first came out, like the the rights were released for places to do regionally. There's a dinner theater in Maryland called Toby's Dinner Theater. I don't know if Toby's. you've ever heard of it. It's actually like very upscale for dinner theater. Uh-huh. Like they always like are nominated and win Helen Hayes awards. and oh, that Oh, that's kind cool. Of stuff. And they they always do like the new show. Right as they come out, like the rights become available. But Columbia, where that where Toby's is, has a very large Asian population. Oh no, no, no. So they were immediately up in arms about the portrayal of the Asian characters I... and Mrs. Mears like oh, speaking God. with a fake Asian accent. So they hired Janine Tesori, the book writer of Thrilling Modern Millie, to come in and translate all the the Chinese lines to Hungarian and change Mrs. Mears from, like, a dragon-like lady to a gypsy woman. Oh, my God. And it was so... Because we'll just
1: trade one stereotype for another. It was
0: so... And, like, the the slaves became these, like, hulking, like, Yugoslavian guys whose names are, like, Harklark and (laughs) Harklark or some shit like that. It was horrendously bad. They got such bad reviews for it. Fast forward, like... Nine months And Dundalk Community Theater Shout out to Dundalk Community Theater Gets the rights to it And little albino Practically Aryan me Just is perfectly acceptable to play Ching Ho the Chinese slave Why? Because I had a penis And I couldn't sing high enough to be Jimmy
1: Oh my god (laughs) Is that on your resume? Uh,
0: uh, Girl I don't have a fucking theater resume (laughs) (laughs) Me either Exactly Uh, Now we're making our own creative mm -hmm. choices So let's talk about that Oh god So you are uh, a fabulous cabaret singer. So um, when you came back to Philly, were you still singing or you said you had to get better?
1: Yeah, I didn't sing. um, Let's see. I came back here in late 2012 and I wasn't up and on my feet and really singing until 20... 14, so it wasn't that long. Like I took lessons in between, but it was like I would do a lesson every week. Bev just <laughs> manhandled me, abused me, pushed me toward the microphone. Um, I'm just letting everyone she know that I'm rough. safe. It. I'm safe. She likes it rough. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it was about two years that it took for me to get comfortable and to start auditioning. But literally, as soon as I decided I wanted to do it, I started booking stuff. Awesome. So it, uh, you know, just, just do it, like the commercial says.
0: So I remember meeting you the very briefly at an Eric Jaffe show mm-hmm. at Tavern. I remember the exact one. Um, uh, it was just very briefly, but we really uh, met and connected during an illustrious, fabulous experience oh known Christ. as The Show the at show. Laustage, oh God! Pro- produced by... Producer extraordinaire Josh Showmuth, tell us about that experience, Shannon.
1: Oh Jesus, it was well. That was when I was describe doing. what it
0: was, and then you can you can t- tell us about your your thoughts. Uh, and- thank
1: you, thank you for for letting me know when I can tell you my
0: thoughts. <laughs> I'm used to that, though. I'll edit this out, the parts where she's being insubordinate. I will. <laughs> you are in my home, drinking my wine, about to watch my cable, you cunt. I am, Answer it's Answer the question.
1: Uh, oh, God, it was a crazy experience, because I was doing Nonsense in Delaware, so I was taking the train there and back every day, and uh, the show was on Wednesdays, and it was a competition, a cabaret competition. There were all kinds of different... I'm going to use the word
0: acts in quotes. <laughs> we're not going to use the word acts. <laughs> we use the word "act"
1: in quotes. But I did meet one of my favorite performers who is Velvet Kensington. Shout out to Velvet I Kensington. Know I wanted to see her on Friday. Uh, she, I, you know, I missed her actual performance because I was changing, changing and sweating. But I, she, you know, the crowd loved her. So, yeah. but they always love her because she's insanely talented and hilarious. So we competed for 10
0: weeks. I forget, were there, y'all didn't have themes. You could just do whatever you wanted to.
1: I mean, I think week, a right? theme was suggested. I think it was like you had to come in with an idea. And I had started putting the show together that spring. I knew I wanted to do a cabaret show called Glitter and Garbage. I knew that I wanted it to be a mix of classic vaudeville, musical theater, punk. And cabaret, and I didn't know how I was going to intertwine all those things. I didn't know that I would have other acts in it. Um, I was kind of focused on just what I would do and what my arc would be. But some of it was just some of these acts were just it was insane, bizarre. It was absolutely. And I remember bringing people because the you know it's competition show in Philly, so you have to bring people out so you can get that credit. I'll also use that. (laughs) in quotes. Right. So everything's in quotes paid. tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it it was just the amount of people that would pack the house with their friends like I no shade but sometimes I was like I don't know how the fuck these people are comfortable letting their friends it's like watching letting your friends Wash your dirty undies. <laughs> That's the only thing I can yeah, compare it to. There were some
0: interesting choices.
1: Interesting choice. Interesting also in quotes. Yeah. Um, and Miss Bev was a, judge. I was a judge. Bev judged me. That was the first, <laughs> the real first well, real I've been interaction. Judging you
0: um, since you met me. Right. And I was being paid to be judged. Yes, you, you are. You, you are. Uh, but yeah, so y'all competed, and like the whole prize was you were going to get. A You're residency at Letage. At Letage. And uh, and spoiler alert.
1: <laughs> I you won. won. Um, and that was cool. It was good. It was a workshop, right. is how I would describe it. Yeah. And if I hadn't have had that, I don't know that I would be.
0: It's certainly open to my eyes now. because, like, especially like doing drag, I a because I'm I'm working a lot. I don't get a lot of time yeah. to go to go to see other it's hard. shows. But also, like, I'm a drag queen. If I'm going to go out to a show, it's probably going to be a drag show. Mm-hmm. It's not going to mm-hmm. be um, a, a side show, yeah. act show, or yeah. um, a hip-hop show, or a burlesque show, just because that's not my normal cup of tea, but it certainly exposed me to other types of performers that I hadn't really met yet.
1: And there were, there were I think, several people that were really good and that I was entertained by. Um, but it was definitely an experience, and mostly because you're like, I know
0: that I want to be better than this,
1: <laughs> so you have to step up your game. Well,
0: I, as a judge, I will say it, like, when I judge shows, um, And people will like (laughs) Brooklyn Ford will always point out to me. She's like, find a positive, Bev, Find a positive. But sometimes because I always try to start with something that I liked, like as a positive, and then something to work on.
1: Well, what is that thing? The gates of speech, or critique? Isn't it like? Is it? Oh God! Is it kind? Is it
0: smart? Is it
1: important? <laughs> God damn it! You <laughs> messed, messed me up. Beautiful. I. You know. I'm you trying so like hard here. Look like a model. <laughs>
0: you know, a
1: But I, something like, is it kind? Is it necessary? And is it helpful? I think those are the three. I don't know. Maybe there are seven. Maybe there are eight. I don't know. I think I had a boyfriend that talked to me about that. <laughs> I'm
0: not. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just not one of those people who can go in and just be like, well, that was fucking terrible. Like. No, and you shouldn't do that. And then I'm also not one of those people who won't, who will suck your dick for no reason. Right. Who would just be like, um, it was good, thanks. No, I can't do that either. So I try to start with something positive, and then give something to work on, or something that I thought they could have been better. But yeah, there were some weeks. Do you remember your
1: note for me, where you told me that I needed to wear more makeup? (laughs) No. Bev told me that I needed more makeup, specifically eyeshadow,
0: and. I took that note. Oh, did I take because it? Because I felt that there were no other, probably other drag queens around who could read me for giving a note about makeup. Oh, wow. So, okay. So, <laughs> just kidding. No. Um, That's like the joke. Whenever anyone wants to come for me or read me, it's just like, oh my God, Bev, your makeup is so bad. I'm like, thank you. Yes. I'm I don't
1: fair. think your makeup is bad. No.
0: Well, as I, I'm going to have put on a t-shirt, you can come for my face, but you can't come for my <laughs> calendar.
1: <laughs> That's amazing. Just, you can come for my calendar and you can come on my calendar. <laughs>
0: Both of those things. You can come pretty much anywhere it's you want to. It's
1: all available.
0: <laughs> so you won, and so now you have your show, uh, Glitter and Garbage. I do. So uh, to a, to a listener who might be looking for something to do or a, a, a show to come to, sell it, sell it, girls. Oh it, my sell goodness!
1: Well, I've been described as a raucous crooner. That's true. <laughs> that was written in
0: print. You want to come now, don't you? Yeah, right now. I bet you I've, did I've just I've come. I'm looking to see a raucous crooner. A
1: raucous crooner. <laughs> Uh, and I'm backed right now by the fabulous uh, Lily St. Queer, who is another amazing Philadelphia performer in the House of Ham. Future, future
0: podcast guests. Yeah, like can never get those fucking bitches to, to put their marijuana oh down my God. and come over and record
1: this put shit. Put the bong down and come to my house. I mean, yeah. just offer them wine. It's fine. Right. Um, just tell them to eat an edible before they come here. But Lily is amazing, uh, fabulous pianist. And it has a really great... Um, I was actually feeling really uninspired. Before this last show, which was Friday, I just I wasn't sure what to do. I'd had kind of a hard time, mm-hmm. and Lily had just gotten back from P-town mm-hmm. and had seen Cream, um, with I think uh, the Bio Queen Shardana, who is fabulous. If you you should watch her YouTube videos because she's amazing, and um, Lily had gotten really inspired by her, and we just sat down and talked before our final week of rehearsals and came up with the kind of a deeper aesthetic for the show and have a set... Now and have different things that we're gonna do. Oh, she has a set. Uh huh. And well, it's starting. The set is beginning, and uh, just a more immersive world for glitter and garbage. But it's a classic cabaret show, which is storytelling and song singing or singing, if you're nasty. And I work with various musicians. It's currently accordion and piano right now, and uh, I have a drag queen du jour and the burlesque artist du jour. Uh, this last time it was Onyx Onyx in Velvet I'm Kensington. Sorry.
0: Listen. I'm sorry that it was Onyx. I'm just
1: kidding. kidding. Love you, Onyx. Oh, Onyx. I love Onyx, too. But it's a lot of fun. Um, I like to say you can come and achieve maximum catharsis, because I'm very big into pathos. I think that's super important. My dear friend, Zach Klaus, usually messages me before a show. And is like, are you going to infuse your songs with pathos this evening? (laughs) Always, always. Because nobody infuses a song. With pathos, like Zachary Klaus, it's very true.
0: That's very hipster.
1: Mm-hmm. Thanks. Listen, I am not not a hipster. <laughs> no, I got something in the mail from like Hip Philadelphia, which is like some welfare bullshit. And my roommate was like, "Would you want this? It's from Hip. What is this?" And I was like, "It's actually my hipster card. I finally got it in the mail. <laughs> right. So you can now stop coming for me about being a hipster, just because I have an <laughs> undercut. Hipster
0: nonsense.
1: I am full of hipster nonsense hipster constantly. Nonsense.
0: Constantly full of hipster nonsense. It's fine. And then you mentioned in your bio that. You're you sing at Eastern State Pen? I do, I do. I've been doing that for oh my god since what 2015. And what's her
1: name? Esther. Esther St. Clair Esther is her St. Clair. name, and she is obnoxious. And basically, I'm a dead lounge singer. We died in the speakeasy lounge and haunt it. And every 15 to 20 minutes, a bell rings, <laughs> and we sing for you. And is you it can like drink.
0: Part of the fucking like. It's.
1: So it's literally extra, like it costs extra.
0: Um, <laughs> not only, is, not it only extra, is it extra, but it, but it costs, costs extra. extra.
1: Uh, so you go through the haunt, and then you have the option of getting um, a ticket for the speakeasy afterwards, and it's a lot of fun. It's, there's a blackjack dealer, and there's a tarot card reader. I think this year you can actually rent out a cell block and have a private party if you want to, which I don't know how that's going to go. Yeah really. But it's, it's going to be crazy. Going to be a lot of a lot so of singing.
0: Have you ever witnessed any like Paranormal? Oh God, no! Shit going on. I never there. ever
1: have. Some people say they have. Some people also love attention. So I don't yeah. know what is real and what is th- somebody that just wants to talk.
0: Back when I used to do, again, when I used to do theater, and especially when I was in college, because my the town that I grew up in, the college that I went to, had a lot of ghost stories, and they would always hire like either the theater kids or like they're like the actors to like actually like portray ghosts in actual like haunted spaces, and I'm just like. That's a little too much fucking with karma for me to be, like, portraying an actual dead person's ghost in this space where they're said to haunt. I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm not going to do that. No, thank you. See, I also work paranormal events there as,
1: like, an odd job, and that is the craziest because it's with Ghost Hunters USA. So. People come in, they pay to do these paranormal investigations. And our job is just to tell them, you know, what areas are safe to go down, to walk them to the restroom route, to have a smoke, or wherever they need to go if they need a break. And some people get really overwhelmed and freaked out. Like, they need to go away and calm down. And we're just jaded. We're just like, okay, yeah, yep, we're going to walk this way. Okay. Because <laughs> then nobody, it's, it, I haven't ever experienced anything there. Okay. And I've worked there I'm for three years now. So...
0: I, I, just I feel like him. going to a haunted house, like, that's one of those, like, places like Jason's Woods or, like, the old mill where it's just, like, some tourist <laughs> the trap. The old mill. There was one, like, right near where I grew up that was called, like, the old haunted mill. And, like, it was just, like, some Halloween touristy trap thing that they would put up every year. I'm like, that I'm okay with attending. But actually, like, going and, like, fucking with actual yeah. spirits in haunted spaces. I'm like, mm. I
1: mean, I probably built some karma up for myself doing that. That's but, true. you know what? A gal has to make money somehow. That's true. And my dance card is, is empty. So... <laughs> I'll take, I'll, I'll take what I can get, Perfect. Uh, but it's, it's fun. It's uh, really great people work there. It's weird. I always say that with uh, terror, it's, you find the most talented, um, interesting, and like damaged people in Philadelphia. So everyone, kind of like the drag community. So <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, well, so it's a good place to meet like-minded people that don't Judge your bullshit or your nonsense, right. but I also judge your bullshit and your <laughs> nonsense. I just want to make that very like crystal and that's clear. We, and that's why we
0: get along so well. For
1: everybody that might be wondering, but it's amazing. They're amazing people to work for. They treat us super well, and, um, and it's about you have to be a lot a busy of busy fucking
0: time of year for you. Oh all. my
1: god, it's my busy season.
0: It is your busy season.
1: So I'm I'm excited about it, and the songs are great. Like we get to pretty much say as long as they approve it, you, we can sing whatever. um which is great it's it's not you know like we're tied you have to into dress in
0: like zombie makeup or something. Oh yeah,
1: I'm basically a dead drag queen. Our okay. makeup is like like dead beauty. Yeah. So we get like, like fabulous the, contour the and lashes. And yeah, shit. yeah. It's very corpse bride. That's exactly it. And the, the costumes are beautiful. I don't know who's doing them this year, but uh, it was this woman, Alicia, last year. Who was it? Was just the dress was just gorgeous, and everyone awesome. else's costumes are cool. So it's it's a really fun immersive experience.
0: Well, check it out. Yeah.
1: Let's come on down.
0: So all right, well let's play since we're caught up to the present. Let's play a good old-fashioned game of 20 questions. Oh, God. Which usually ends up being like four or five. Okay. So um, what is your first performance uh, memory? What is the first thing you ever performed? The first thing that I ever performed...
1: Oh, my God. I haven't actually thought about this in years. I remember I had to sing something when I was in, I think, first grade. It was something, I think, that I had written or like parodied somehow and did it in class or maybe in private for a teacher and they had asked me to sing it at some christmas gathering during the day and i had an absolute meltdown which i know is really hard to imagine <laughs> yeah. um you're so calm, cool, and oh, all the time but i just i lost my mind and how I old j- were you i was maybe six oh, okay i remember going home and watching fraggle rock afterwards <laughs> But I was a, just a fucking
0: mess. Like so I could not you get could it say together. A star was not born that a day. A star was not, not born. born that day. Not, like a
1: person that needs a prescription for Adderall at age 32 <laughs> was, was born that day, that day, but not a star That's for sure. Funny.
0: So, um, what is uh, your most embarrassing stage memory?
1: Oh my God. There are t- literally too many to count. But it could be, I was doing Shout the Mod Musical at the Downstairs Cabaret Theater in Rochester, New York and I was Red Girl, which that musical is, is crazy. There are how many, I forget how many girls, five girls, seven girls, and they're all different colors. So there's red girl, blue girl, green girl, orange girl, yellow girl. And uh, red girl is very shy, but gradually comes out of her shell throughout the arc of the show. And she has a monologue where she's at the movies and her boyfriend is staring at the leading lady's tits and she gets really jealous so she pushes out her tits and is doing all these physical things and i am getting like i usually got laughs but i am getting just people are howling and i'm thinking i, I am killing the it. best actor <laughs> i thought i was a singer but i am actually an actor and i am hilarious and i'm walking into the dressing room to change the look for the next scene and this other girl other shannon who is playing yellow girl is like girl girl Your tits were hanging out the whole time. Your shirt came on button. Your bra was hanging out. Your boobs are hanging out. And yes, so that is why they were laughing. They were laughing at me. (laughs) Um, It could have been part of the show. It could have been, but, uh, you know, our direction wasn't that great. (laughs) Love you, Jay Falzone. But you did not not add that in.
0: All right. Well, what's your, on the other end of the spectrum, what is your best performance memory? My best performance memory?
1: Oh, I was understudying... Uh, the amazing Kathy Deach in a production called The Three Marie's, which is by Michael Ogborn. It's a really funny musical about uh, a mummer family in Philadelphia in the 20s. Oh, wow. Uh, where the queen came to visit and one of uh, the mummer daughters ends up going to the ball and falling in love with the prince. It's like classic musical theater story, but you know, about being upwardly mobile and class. And it's, it's very, very good and very funny. And the music is great. And I was hired as a non-equity understudy. And I was nervous because it was the first equity production I'd ever been a part of. And also, I'm working with people that are very, very talented, like Kathy Deach and Rachel Brennan and Jeff Kuhn. So I was extremely nervous and everybody was very, very, couldn't have been nicer to me, but also, you know, you're an understudy, and you're not equity, so who knows, like, if you're talented, if you're not talented, you're just sitting there quietly taking notes the whole time, and obsessing, and uh, Kathy had to go to LA for the designer run, so I had to run her track for that, and I don't think that anybody expected me to be as on point as I was, Mm -hmm. and that felt really, really good to have these uh, performers that I admire coming up to me, like, that was really great, I don't, how did you memorize that? How did you do that? (laughs) And I was like, well, because I had to and they're paying me a grand so I better do it. Right. But, um, that, that was a really good, and that's when I kind of cemented the fact, like, okay, I am now doing this forever. I don't have a choice. I'm going to do this.
0: Oh, yeah. That was in 2015. So so what is your favorite number to perform? My
1: favorite number to... I have a new favorite number to perform. I discovered it was my new favorite number last week. And there's actually a tie. So Psycho Killer by The Talking Heads, because it sounds really good. is like a Weimar cabaret tune with accordion and piano. And also Dirty Diana. Um, It's a great number to do crowd work to. (laughs) And also the best Michael Jackson song, in my opinion. Awesome.
0: So, finally, last question since you and I are big Real Housewives fans. The biggest,
1: the biggest.
0: What would your Real Housewife opening tagline be?
1: Oh my God. So, for a while, I thought it was I'll judge you, but I'm not a judge. But I don't know that I'm happy with that anymore. No. I don't know. I think I might need a new one. I have to think. I have to, you know. Let's pause that, and I'll okay, I'll come back to it. it. Put a pin in it. Do you one. want to hear what my two are? I of course.
0: Uh, one of them I kind of stole from um, from Bitch Sesh, my my favorite podcast. Uh-huh. But it works for me. It's like, Jesus, take the wheel, because 'cause I'm too drunk to drive. <laughs> or I've got the spirit in my heart and a knife in my purse. <laughs>
1: That's amazing. That's, it. that's I think that's that's accurate for you.
0: So, um, do you have your as we're winding down here, do you have the date for your next glitter and garbage?
1: I'm actually waiting on the dates for that. It's either going to be in It's like
0: or, it's like every other month.
1: Every other month except this particular season terror is going until mid-November. Oh, yeah, cuz you're, you're about Yeah, yeah. So, that, it'll so. probably be in early December or if we're going to add more elements to it, early January. Oh. I just there's some logistics to figure out. Okay. So
0: we're gonna figure it out. Well, my dear, you have been a delight. Oh
1: my goodness, thank you. This is my first time ever doing a podcast. Oh my
0: god, I popped, I, popped, I took your cherry. You did. I've I listened to your, many popped, many a podcast. A All right, until next week, kids. Bye. Bye, thank you. Yes, so that was our interview with the wonderful Miss Shannon Turner. Uh, you can find her on Instagram, uh, Facebook. I will uh, post that information online when I announce the when I post the uh, this episode. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at it's Bev Bitch and on Facebook under my Bev page or my Boy page, Drew Bev Gaver. Um, and stay tuned. We're going to be going. I think. To get myself back into this podcast scheme of things, I will be going bi-weekly for a while. So our next episode will be out in two weeks. And um, until then, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And I will see you kids next week. Bye.